I'm Ray Rogers. You're listening to Fix This, a podcast exploring tech ideas and solutions to some of today's largest challenges. Let me paint a familiar picture. You're on a walk around town, or maybe it's a serene drive, and then there it is. Someone's trash dumped on the side of the road. Maybe it's an old mattress, old appliances, or just bags of stuff. What we call littering here in the U.S. is known by another name in the U.K., fly tipping. In Swindon Borough Council, fly tipping had become an issue, but the process for residents to report the illegal waste was cumbersome. So the Emerging Technologies team decided to build a more user-friendly solution using the cloud and artificial intelligence that would help residents report when and where stuff was dumped. I spoke with Sarah Talbot, who leads the Emerging Technologies team in Swindon Borough Council, to hear about how they made the solution, what impact it has had on the community, and what other local cities and towns around the world can learn from their work. Take a listen. My name's Sarah Talbot. I'm the Emerging Technology Lead for Swindon Borough Council. What is Swindon like? We have about 97,000 households. It's located in the southwest of England, about 80 miles from London. I don't know whether any of your listeners know, but it also has um, an acclaimed magic roundabout named one of the scariest road junctions in Britain. Um, Definitely a confusing one for sat-navs. And uh, I've I've actually seen some interesting um, uh, American uh, concepts around uh, understanding the magic roundabout. And Swindon, um, in terms of... uh, the local authority has the same challenges as most others, ongoing budgetary constraints, a significant reduction in income um, impacted by COVID. This often places pressure on other service areas such as waste. Tell us a little bit more. How does your team function and what types of challenges have you tackled so far? Are you looking forward to tackling? The team identifies, explores, develops test technologies, and we work on a fail or win fast basis um, through running proof of concept projects. Um, So what we do is demonstrate and evidence measure the value of using emerging tech to help real um, business problems and how can we solve them and reduce their impact. Really genuine about creating a smarter world that makes people's lives easier. And we're really obsessed with our customers and delivering benefits to Swindon and its citizens. Um, Because we're doing proof of concept work and we're always about developing, testing, trialing and exploring new tech, um, most of our work goes from conversation to delivery within a few months. And during that time, we're looking also identifying extensibility opportunities. So all the work we do is at very low cost, very low resource. My team is only two. Um, That does include me. Um, And we prove whether there's any further investment is is worth it. Um, So that allows Swindon to make informed evidence-based decisions. Let's say um, I'm a resident in Swindon and I see a mattress on the side of the street. If I wanted to report that, I would have to go online? You would go online to the council website. You would need to create an account with a username and password to be able to report um, an incident. Um, And then it would ask you to provide as best possible a description of the items, uh, where they were located, and that would go through to our street cleaning teams to locate and remove them. Um, The teams would have cases printed on paper each day that they used to take out with them, and they would use uh, their local knowledge uh, for doing the routing and collection. 
production average clear-up time was around 10 and a half days. We get reports of discarded needles and drug equipment, for example, sometimes uh, that's nearby to schools. And of course, that needs prioritising. And the problem with fly tipping is quite often it attracts further fly tipping if it's not dealt with quickly. So it kind of generates further poor behaviour. It's most frequently things like um, mattresses, fridges and freezers, tyres, bags of rubbish um, that gets dumped and left throughout the town and the surrounding areas. That process that you just walked us through sounds quite convoluted. It seems as if there should almost be an easier way to just say, hey, I was driving and I saw a mattress or a refrigerator on the side of the street or drug paraphernalia near my local school. So how can residents now report um, illegal waste? So we built a solution where no account is required. We've just popped up a map of the area and said, click here and tell us where it is. That provides us behind the scenes location coordinates. And also because the report is made, it then prevents duplicate cases being raised for the same item. Uh, the member of public can upload a single image of the issue, even if it contains multiple items. And if that's not possible, we've put some structured data capture in there that's uh, just a couple of fields, very simple. Um, and one of those key ones is uh, volume as well. So if they aren't able to upload an image, then um, we use a, a very um, UK uh, known universal measurement of how many wheelbarrows does it fit into, because everybody knows <laughs> that. <laughs> and then the photo goes through to AWS image recognition, um, and that helps um, classify and identify the type of items and the quantity are determined. Um, that allows us to detect hazardous materials or offensive language or, or symbols and, and helps us prioritise the case, all without the citizen needing to do anything other than upload that photograph. Um, and then we've enlisted the help of the US Army without them knowing. Um, um, we found um, a data lookup that they use because they move lots of stuff and that contains all the average dimensions and weight for each item. So once the image recognition has said, right, you have two mattresses, one sofa, a fridge freezer and three tyres, um, the US Army then help us with saying, well, did you know that the average dimension and weight for a mattress is this and for a fridge is this? So that allows us to then calculate what we can fit into a van uh, for each set of daily rounds and it minimizes each time we're doing the emptying trip. So it sounds like it's not only easier for the citizens to actually report the things that they want to report in their community, but you're also receiving more quality data that helps you better classify, understand and prioritize. Absolutely. So our street team have a map as well that shows them the location of each fly tipping report. We have little icons that they can hover over and that shows what's contained within the fly tipping report. So mattresses, fridges, um, how long the case has been raised for and any further details. And they can then select the cases. Um, and we also have put in route optimization and a collection route with driving instructions. And that all goes onto a tablet for 
with a team now um, in the field and they turn up, collect, they take photo to evidence collection and close the case real time while they're on the road. And so because your team works at the proof of concept level, has this now been rolled out and adopted by the local government? Within the eight-week trial, uh, we had seen a 54% increase in fly tipping, and that was during uh, lockdown one of COVID. Um, And yet we were able to support the service in delivering an 83% uplift in efficiency. Um, And cases were closed on average within four days rather than the 10 and a half days we had beforehand. We had a really good percentage of cases with photos, and that's continued to increase as citizens are familiar with, you know, what magic happens in in the cloud um, around uh, the work with their image. And uh, we have a 98% positive good to excellent rating from the citizens around the new process and and the features. And um, we have a a high proportion of cases that use the map. So again, it continues to increase. And our street teams say that it's really transformed the way that they work. Are there any other ongoing pilots that you're especially excited about beyond this solution? When we think of Swindon, it's also one of the most ethically diverse towns in the southwest of England. So English aside, we've got 25 other languages in significant use um, within the town and around 3,000 residents that cannot speak English well or at all. Um, So we use linguist services to translate documents and information. But this is really expensive. So the average item is £150 per document per language, and it takes on average around five days to complete. So one of the ones we're excited about at the moment is we're trialing uh, machine translation, so AWS machine translation, and we're doing that with our paediatric therapy teams, um, where parents of children with particular needs need to be passed information. Um, And we're determining whether the machine translation will be viable as a standalone alternative, um, and where that is uh, viable, and then where also it might contribute as part of a hybrid model. Um, And we're seeing really exciting results so far. How are you hoping others beyond Swindon will learn from what you're doing? Sharing work and being able to do, you know, kind of scale positive social impact with work that can be deployed really, really quickly and at really close low cost means that, you know, we can tangibly help each other. Um, And that's what we're passionate about. We um, believe that that's really powerful. And and it's really, really important um, that we're not each independently having to start these things from scratch. And, you know, where Swindon's invested in an emerging tech team, and that's quite unusual in the UK, where we have done work and others can use that, why wouldn't we want them to? So the work we do is not just for Swindon, It's to benefit any local authority. Partnerships like AWS are supporting us and standing next to us in our vision about sharing that for social good and help scale it up elsewhere. So we're working with an AWS team to make them open source. So they're going on to GitHub um, and they'll be freely available for anybody else to use. And like I say, you know, really quick implementation. Each new service um, is a matter of a couple of hours. 
and the cost is really low. So yeah, you're talking kind of between 10 and 20 pounds a month for service. We have a number of historical um, environments um, within our technical landscape. And there's, there's, yeah, there's just no way without, you know, combining all the things we've done. We've used AWS services. Uh, we've used some open source uh, solutions around optimization. Uh, we've combined that with the US Army data. There's no way it would have taken us a huge amount of time um, and a lot more money to achieve what we've done. And we certainly wouldn't have done it in under three months, which is what we did. We went from conversation to it being in proof of, of concept in less than three months from scratch. To discover more customer stories, be sure to check out our archives wherever you get your podcasts or visit us online at aws.amazon.com slash fix this podcast. Join the conversation on social media with hashtag fix this by AWS. Thank you to our guest, Sarah, and thank you for tuning in. If you like today's show, please remember to subscribe, rate, review, and share. We'll be here on the next one.